This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong. And you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. And speaking of exact opposite, my sidekick, Ramon B., how are you? I am fantastic. Now, we have a caller. We have an in-studio guest. What don't we have today? Dancing monkeys. Quality information. That's what we well, don't have that's today. It. So uh, we'll supplement that with – we'll just substitute jokes and, and stupid stuff. So we have Ryan Byrne on the line. How are you, Ryan? I am fantastic. Happy to be here. Thank you for joining us. And then we have Ronnie Ham, who was here last week. It was like it was like it was it was it doesn't seem like it's been Seems a whole like week. Yesterday, almost. like yesterday, almost. Yeah. So uh, Ronnie uh, is trying to find his previous episode that he never listened to on the podcast. <laughs> he cares so little about himself that he dresses this way. And we're back. And there's that. Okay. So, Ryan, how? Oh, wait, wait a minute. We got to start with the headlines of the day, don't we, Ramon? We might as well since we're here. Marcus Welby. Oh, so New York City. Do I have to tell you how bad things are in New York City, Ramon? How bad are they? Ryan, they're bad in California where you are too, right? Second worst. But in New York City, and both of these towns are run by geniuses, you might notice, right? But the, uh, in the New York City, as I like to call it, it's the Big Apple. Uh, there was a guy who was arrested 47 times for retail theft. Wow. Did you hear about that? No. So my idea is that they pass a 46 strikes and you're outlaw. What do you think? Oh, hold on a second. That deserves one of these. Now, wait a minute. He's not ready with the... I was, got, I was you got a, one job. I was to absorbing. Do the he was he was thinking one bad apple. What is that? What he was, he was actually trying to come one up with a solution apple. for the crime? And oh my goodness gracious, this is ridiculous. Okay, we're going to overlook that, Ramon, but it's going to be reflected in your paycheck. I just want you to know that. <laughs> so, Ryan, uh, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm assuming you called me. Now this is what happens when you're when I'm doing the podcast and you call me I I rope you in as a victim uh, yeah. I mean volunteer for the uh, podcast so did you have a question I hope I pray oh it, it's not it it would not be good for it's not good podcast material. no let me is be it? the judge of that I'm a professional oh uh, yeah I I had a question on what you would do in a situation where I just put a listing active on the market, received offers, had showings, and then because of a personal internal family struggle, everything needs to come to a halt until further notice, and I'm in the midst of negotiating offers to get the absolute highest price for the sellers. My question is, what should the listing status be? Because mm. I know if to get absolute top dollar more showings the better um so and what it, what, just give me calls. a vague idea without naming names what the personal inside struggle is um health problem or not it's a son-in-law 
problem. Ooh. Uh, Ouch. It's a married, elderly, married couple. Mm. And the know-it-all son-in-law. And the son-in-law. But he has a legitimate concern. He's concerned for the father who is disabled and not mentally with us. Why um, doesn't he have a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> he should get one. And um, he's concerned for the well-being of his father. I'm following. My client is the wife. Mm-hmm. Um, she has power of attorney. Um, the relationship between the son-in-law and the wife uh, is very contentious. Mm-hmm. They're having kind of quasi What about the daughter? Battles. Da- uh, daughter-in-law. Um, no, daughter of the of the woman is who he's married to. Am I right or wrong? It's the father's son. Oh, well, he's not a son-in-law. He's the son. It's a son-in-law it, to it, the it, wife. Oh, it's a second. It's a second marriage. It's a second marriage. Oh, not son-in-law. Step step Step-son. Son. Step-son. Sorry right. about that. Okay. Step-son. See, I th- I thought I knew what I was talking about there, I, but Step-son. I had some doubts at that time. Okay, so the stepson does not get along with the new wife, who is not his mother. Uh, Right, because he doesn't trust that she has his father's best interest in mind, um, Mm -hmm. doesn't care for his dignity. Like, Mm -hmm. what in the hell are you doing showing this place? If he had any dignity, he wouldn't have married her in the first place. (laughs) But that's beside the point. Uh, I didn't want to go there, but we have to here. And he is, and you know, he sees this house being listed um, at a price that makes no sense to him. Mm-hmm. He's completely out of the loop because we're well, fearless. Here's, here's what I would do. Okay. Uh, can you get them all in one room? Um, it's possible, but uh, no, she wouldn't, want to, she wouldn't want to do it, but would it? What yeah, does she? I, what does she want to do? He is uh, the son-in-law is not an owner, or he is an owner. He's not an owner, but he says he's telling me that he has legal rights if he has to pursue it. Regarding, I, I think father. he's wrong about that. Yeah, and uh, but I'm not my my first directive from my first directive from the wife was. I don't want him part of this process. I said, would you like him to be part of this process? I do not want him part of this process. I got a call today from the wife saying, maybe we should touch base with him and, and get him in. She, she him changed in. her mind, in other words. She changed her mind. Yeah, so I, I think that's smart. I, think, I talked to him, Yeah, and he's, he's comforted by uh, my that. professionalism and what I had mm-hmm. to say. Um, Who and wouldn't now be? we're all... We're now all in agreement that there will be no showings until the father is completely out of the house, which ha- which is supposed to happen in the next uh, four to six days. However long it takes the poison mushrooms to kick in. <laughs> I mean, they just they they uh, the uh, the deposit gets put down on the apartment today. They're supposed to take the keys on Friday. Um, and the move is supposed to happen on Saturday. And the kid Sunday. is not getting any of the money from the proceeds. Is that true? No, none of the money. Mm-hmm. The sale is supposed to eliminate any excuses that the wife has of not being able to afford the proper care for the father. In his mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
uh, yeah, I I would try to involve everybody, get them in the same room if you can. If you can't, at the end of the day, and this is not the end of the day. We're it's about noon here, isn't it, Ronnie? Yes. But if it were the end of the day, uh, end of the day, somewhere. she is the seller, the son-in-law isn't, and you have a client that you have a fiduciary responsibility to, and it's not it's not the stepson, I should say, not son-in-law. Correct. So you have to do. He also is not allowed to know any inside information, even though he may have partial inside information. But you really can't discuss with him. Uh, if she doesn't want you to, and the and the the old, the old guy, he's completely out of it, or can he have a conversation with you? No, he can say hi. That's about it. Well, that's enough. That's friendly. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Kind yeah. of a wave. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So that's my advice. Okay, and now I have a listing status. This oh. is my original question. Listing status is active. Oh. I would do I would do temporarily off the market. Okay. Now the people that have made offers, yeah, uh, you are legally obligated to present all offers, whether it's on the market or not active. So if I gave you a verbal offer right now, then you'd have to present that offer, no matter what. Got it. Uh, that seller's under no obligation to respond to any offer ever in any way written or otherwise, uh, but you do have to present all offers. Okay. And, and there's you, no... Th- and you have to encourage people to make offers. You can't say, oh, don't, you know, you can't do any of that. Yes, yes. Write an offer, yeah, and I'll present it. Okay. And then there's no sense in me... Okay. Verbal's better now because you don't have right. to write it up. Am I... Am I, is there any sense in me negotiating offers while I'm in a hold status and not being exposed no. to the market? Okay. No, just tell them that there's an unfortunate circumstance which precludes you from giving an answer until uh, further notice. Okay. And and, I, and try to do that in a way where you're not saying, so you're probably better off going and buying another house, although that may be true. Unless you know that because of their financing or something, there's no way it would work or something like that. But you don't want to scare – you're not allowed to scare people away who could be the winning offer or. Right. Exactly. Okay. Great. All right. Hey. Any other great questions, Ryan? That that was that was one right now. And okay. Hopefully that helps clear my telephone queue of about 100 – calls. Ladies so. and gentlemen, it's the lovely Ryan Byrne. He's in Huntington Beach, California, very near my favorite taco shop, Sancho's Tacos. Have you ever been there, Ronnie? I can't say that I have. I have a feeling you're going to go there. Yes. The minute I mentioned tacos, Ronnie, I have his attention. I have his full <laughs> attention. He's yeah. never says no to a Big fan there. of food. Yeah. So you can call Ryan with your referrals. At, he will do a great job. At 714-642-4727. I have referred people to him, and I am now. So give him a call. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you so much. Am I dismissed? You are dismissed and free to go. Awesome. I'm going to enjoy a lovely beverage because I like to enjoy a little coffee. Ronnie, we got to get you some coffee. I don't know what we were thinking here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When we leave here, we're going to get that. Yeah. 
Are we going to lunch at Randy's? After I'm starving. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll have a taco. So last uh, last time we were together, I was talking about memorizing some stuff. So uh, I was in a uh, Floyd Wickman Sweat Hogs program. You remember the Floyd Wickman Sweat Hogs program? You've been through that, I Ronnie. I do. So uh, they would have us make a goal poster. Do you remember that? Yep. So we would cut out pictures from magazines on the stuff we wanted to buy, own, have <laughs> You know, lifestyle pictures and stuff like that. So I make my little, make my little, uh, you know, poster, and then uh, hang it up in my uh, little office. And uh, then, of course, you know, I've moved and I've packed these away. So then, you know, a while after that, I pull out the little goal poster, and every single one of those little goals I had actually came true. Wow! So new house. New car. I had a picture of the exact car I wanted to buy, the exact color. I ended up owning that exact car. And um, except for one, which was a horrible idea, which was guitar lessons. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't look like a guitar guy. Yeah. The singing now, lessons. Ramon does look like a guitar guy. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the ZZ. I'm more of a sitar guy, I suppose. <laughs> like Ravi yes. Shankar. Yeah, off the beaten path <laughs> okay, kind of style. Yeah, the sitar. Very important instrument. Kind of like a mandolin, only creepier. Am I right? Isn't that what that is? Never enough creepy. Okay. <laughs> and he has a van with a puppy, so I know what he's talking about. <laughs> nice. Creepy. So I get the gold poster. I set it up, you know, and uh, – uh, so that worked out to be a good thing. But the secret to it was I didn't have any goals on there that were ridiculous and unattainable, you know, unless you're Bill Gates or Oprah or something like that. Now, if you had a goal poster today, what would you want on it, Ronnie? Taco? Could, I would say taco. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, yeah. you're asking yeah, it's, me. It's not Tuesday, but tacos are something attainable. Straight up there, yes. Uh, you can get tacos very near you. <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, – I think just a normal attainable goal would be a new car. Yeah, not a Bentley. <laughs> Something normal, right? Yeah. Yeah, I drive a normal car. Yes. Right? Yeah, it's normal. I have a Jeep Grand Cherokee. That's an old guy car. Yeah, that's all right. It's lovely. Retro, I like it. I got the $5,000 seat upgrade. Have you seen you've seen the seats? Seen the seats. Lovely yes. seats. What Very does it come with a driver? Uh no, when I went to order I I ordered the car from the factory. Okay, because I wanted to get it exactly like I wanted it, and then I I go to the dealership and and they had one there that was you know not the right color or anything like that. So I I'm sitting in it and I said, "Wow, these seats are this is wonderful." And he goes, "Oh, he goes actually that's that's five thousand dollars extra." I go, "I'll have that." <laughs> Put that on the tab. That's happening, you know. So because I'm gonna have to sit in there for quite a while. So anyway. Uh, so new car, new car. If you were going to yeah. get a new car, what would it be? Um, what do you drive now? I drive a Lexus LS 460L. That's a lot of. I was told there'd be no math. That sounds like algebra. A lot of alphabet going yeah, on. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah, I would probably go with the Lexus LS 460L X. X. Yeah. No, the just the, the bigger version. The bigger version. The newer yeah. one with the five thousand dollars seat. Exactly. Right. Okay, exactly. see, that's normal. You've had quite a string of Lexuses, Lexi. Lexi, is that yeah, correct? Yeah, it's kind of a kind of a brand. I'm kind of that way. I'm brand conscious. Yeah, I own two Jeeps. 
Yes. That's excessive, I think. Yes. And I think I'm going to get a third one. Really? Yeah. I got the Grand Cherokee. I got the the compass for my daughter. I think. I want to go on record. Bob's not a big camper, so don't no, I'm think, in, don't indoorsy. Think he's taking the Cherokees. I'm indoorsy. You know he's, what I mean? He's not taking the Cherokees off road. <laughs> no, it's we never clear been that on. Up. Oh yeah. no, it's not going to be. It's never been in four wheel drive. Yeah, yeah. He'll clamp. He'll clamp. Glamp. Glamp. That's what I said. That's right. Yeah. Like clamping. To glamping. Clamping is different. I don't think we can talk about that here. Well, less glamping. is more. Less yeah. is more. Right. Okay. So uh, I'm indoorsy and uh, kind of city yeah. yeah. He'll camp if it's catered. I used to be a backpacker. Were you ever a backpacker? Uh, I'm, I'm by accident, yes. Yeah. Have you ever gone backpacking, Ramon? Not at all. I've gone no. into the Havasu Pie in the Grand Canyon mm-hmm. like six times. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Crazy. Insane. I've you know gone you have camping. a Jeep you can drive down there. <laughs> no, yeah, they don't let you do that. It's on the Indian Reservation. They don't let you do that. You know, I've, I've gone camping alone in the snow. <laughs> that's, yeah. And that's because I had no friends. That's because his wife kicked the, him out. Well, but, there is that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's get back to the goal setting. So just to review – by the way, if any of the stuff that we talk about on this podcast makes any sense to any of you uh, and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, you can call me anytime if you're open to having some help at 480-385-8810. And we'll just see if what you're trying to do in your real estate career and what we do at Fearless Agent, if it's a good fit, if it is, you will get rich. If it's not, uh, you will just admit that to each other. I'm still happy to help you in any other ways I can. And I love talking to realtors. Don't ever think you're bothering me. So pick up the phone and call me. And if you can also go to fearlessagent.com. If you know it's a good fit, you can sign up for coaching there. You can watch our free webinar. Uh, I would go to the speaking page. There's an excerpt from a two-day Fearless Agent event that we have video there. Uh, take notes, and then, again, call me anytime at 480-385-8810. If you're a, fearless, if you're a real estate company owner uh, and you want to recruit producing agents, go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com and watch that video. If that looks like it's a good fit for you, call me about that or call me about anything anytime because I'm lonely, right, Ron? Yes. I need calls. You know, I got nothing going on. So we were talking about the goal-setting thing, but the purpose of the goal-setting is to say, hey, here's what I want. Maybe this will get me excited and focus me on what I want to do. So uh, I realized that none of those goals were going to come true if I didn't sell X amount of real estate, earn X amount of money. So breaking that down into little tiny chunks. So we were talking about last week, memorizing and breaking that down into little tiny chunks. But your goals should be broken down into little tiny chunks too. So let's say you were to write down what your average sales price is. Ronnie, let's use you as our victim. I mean, volunteer. What is your average sales price when you sell homes typically? I would say four, four fifty. So I'm going to do, we're going to do math on the air. This is always how you ice the crowd. Math, math. So much fun, so much fun for everyone. Math. Yeah, math. So if I write down $450,000, which is Ronnie Ham's average sales price, and we do 4% when he takes a listing, he keeps four and gives yep. up three, that's $18,000. Uh, 
So let's say your goal was to make how much a year? Let's just pick a number that's, that sounds realistic. 250. Okay, 250. So if I take 250, now I'm going to, for you to net 250, you're going to have to gross 500 probably after, and then you write off the expenses, the split. Okay, the, 150. That car and all that. So let's take 500,000 gross closed commissions, divide that by 18,000. And that means 30 listings is going to make you $250,000 net taxable income and you'd be driving a company car because you get to write off your car. So that's doable. Okay. So in order for you to do 30 listings in one year, take eight weeks off, uh, if you got one listing a week only, you'd be able to take – more than eight weeks off and be able to do that. So if you if your goal is to do one listing listed per week, it would be realistic that if you went on three listing appointments a week, one of them would list with you, right? Yep. And then if you – and your, your ratio could be better than that. If you were to schedule five, it would not be unheard of that two would cancel and you'd go on three and you'd list one. Yep. So your goal – is not five hundred thousand gross. Your yep. goal is not uh, uh, thirty listings. It is five scheduled because if you don't schedule five, the thirty is not going to happen. Yep. I can promise you that. So that's what breaking your goal down into manageable steps. Now the process for hitting the goal, which again is not five hundred gross, two fifty net. It is not thirty a year. It's it's five. Scheduled. The goal for hitting five scheduled, which is only one a day, is to not get off the phone until you have scheduled five. So however many hours – you know, people will say, well, how many hours, Bob, is it going to take me on the phone each day to schedule five? And my answer is always, you'll know that after you did it. Once you get your phone. Because it will be different in Huntington Beach where Ryan Byrne lives near Sancho's Tacos. That's a shameless <laughs> plug. Should we get them as a sponsor? Oh, at least get the tacos. I mean, okay, well, yeah. I mean, we don't want money. We just want the tacos right. if we're going to have a sponsor. So uh, it would be different in Detroit. It would be easier in Detroit. There'd be less competition. So wherever you are, the price range you do, you know, the number of realtors per square inch um, would be wildly different. So – uh, but the goal is not to get off the phone until you know you've scheduled five, and you know I would uh, when I took Sweat Hogs the first time they tricked me and you we yep. did this so they had the days of pain you remember the days of yep. pain so they said okay you're going to cold call from nine a.m. to nine p.m. and you take a break for lunch and dinner only and bathroom and coffee and uh, and then. You had to have three days of pain per week or you'd get a strike. And if you got three strikes over the 12 weeks, they'd kick you out and they wouldn't give you your $1,000 back. So um, the first day I called from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. And you had to schedule a listing appointment for it to count as a day of pain. So I called from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. I did not schedule a listing appointment, did you? I did not. Okay, so that did not count as a day of pain. 
but it was painful. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But speak for yourself. Yeah. yeah. So it was painful. So. But at the end of that day, and I think this might have been true for <clears> you, <throat> I knew because I had enough good responses. I said, you know what? You could plunk me down in any town with a real estate license and a telephone, and I could make an above average income. Was that how you felt? Yes. After it was a life changing day. Yes. Wasn't it? Yeah. So if you if you are out there and you've never done that, I would I would recommend you take the fearless agent challenge, and that is called from nine a.m. to eight p.m. Eat lunch at noon, eat dinner at five, go to the bathroom occasionally, drink coffee, make pots of coffee, and then just report to me two numbers. Call me at eight oh one p.m. from wherever you are, whether you're a fearless agent or not. And report your numbers to me. And I only would be interested in two numbers. And one would be the number of listing appointments that you scheduled, real listing appointments, not the pop-by visit Brian Buffini bullcrap. But this is a real listing appointment. They know why you're coming. And then uh, uh, the number of really great leads where you know for or you think for certain they will be moving in less than two years. And uh, – I am shocked at how many people will call me after I give them the Fearless Agent Challenge. They've never done that before, and they've booked three listing appointments. Or they booked none, but they got like four great leads. Or, But even if you got two great leads, that would be 600 in a year great leads. I mean, that's how you build a real estate career. So, Well, you remember what we used to call it, right? Growing at the speed of pain? Growing at the speed of pain. Did you ever hear that uh that sounds like a police album. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Sting, we call him. Yeah. Remember the sting? Yeah. So speaking of sting, this is going <laughs> to sting a little. So we are going to <laughs> – I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. If you're a real estate company owner and you would like to recruit more producing agents and help us and have us here at Fearless Agent help you get them producing, you go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com. You can always call me directly at 480-385-8810. I forgot to plug Ronnie Ham. Ronnie, give him your phone number. 602-577-7766. That is toll-free day or night. Yes. Do you know that right now for only nineteen ninety five. Wow. We don't give out Ramon's phone number for very good reasons. <laughs> All right. It's not toll free. That's <laughs> well, that's part of it. <laughs> There's some other stuff. So you can call me directly anytime at four eight zero three eight five eight eight one zero. Please do give us a five star review of this podcast. And until next week, do what we always do. Have fun because if it ain't fun, we ain't doing it, right, Ron? That's correct. Be humble. We are humble. Yes. Servants. And be fearless. Thanks, Gary. Oh, oh, oh.